Hey, hey, welcome to the Fit and Fueled Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Pruitt, certified nutritionist and personal trainer. I'm a wife and a mom to three teenage boys. My passion is coaching other women through fitness and nutrition training. Through my own journey, I've discovered the life-giving benefits of eating well and exercising, sharing with other busy people ways they can gain energy, lose weight, feel good, prevent disease, and be the best version of themselves is such a gift. Throughout these podcast episodes, I'll share research-based proven tips and tricks to build the healthy habits that can help you become who you were meant to be. Let's dive in. So today's episode, we're going to talk all about protein. Protein, this power macronutrient that we need for so many important things in our body. If you have been on social media at all recently, you have probably seen the major fad over cottage cheese, which is really actually a great thing because cottage cheese is one way that you can get extra protein in your diet. So if you're not a cottage cheese fan, that's okay. Listen to uh, through the end of this episode, and I promise we will cover lots of different things about how, um, what macronutrients are, why protein is so important in your diet, and definitely cover some tips and tricks for ways to get extra protein in throughout your day, as well as lots of ways that you can eat protein from sources other than just cottage cheese. So glad you're here today, and thanks for listening in. All right, today we're going to start talking about the three macronutrients, and today's macronutrient of the day is the most popular and has the best reputation. If you don't know, there are three macronutrients. They are protein, fats, and carbohydrates. So I'm guessing that you can probably already tell which macronutrient we're going to talk about today because it has a much better reputation than the other two. That's right. Today we're talking about protein. Fat and carbohydrates have kind of gotten bad reps in our culture, and we will be diving deeper into both of those at later time in other podcasts. But today I really want to talk about protein, which is easy to talk about because like I said, it has the best reputation out of the three macronutrients. It's kind of the one that people feel the safest about. We absolutely need all three and they're very, very important. And we'll talk about why that is. But when I talk to my clients about fitness and nutrition, one of the things that I really tell them is that it's important to prioritize protein. And there's a reason why. There are a ton of important functions in the body that we need to stay healthy and keep our bodies functioning the way that it should that comes from protein. So let me just tell you a few quick things that protein does for your body. It keeps you full and satisfied. It is one of the things that you eat that makes you actually not feel hungry anymore and is metabolized in the body in a way that keeps you satisfied. It protects and preserves lean muscle when your fuel reserves are low. When your fuel reserves are high, it also builds and maintains lean muscle mass. It helps to synthesize and repair cells, tissues, and structures such as collagen, elastin, and muscle. So for your hair, skin, nails, collagen is important. Protein helps you to synthesize that and use that in your body. It plays an essential role in making enzymes that break down the food that we eat. It helps hormones and antibodies. It makes both of these. And so if you are having any sort of hormonal imbalance issues, protein is one of the things that I would recommend to help your body stabilize because it can help with healthy hormones. It also provides structure to the hair, skin, and nails, as I mentioned earlier. It may even be used for energy if it needs to. It's not the body's preferential 
choice for energy, but it is there if it needs an, an, an you know, inadequate caloric uh, intake, it will use protein instead of carbohydrates or fat. Um, and it also helps to support the immune system. So dietary protein is how we get protein from our diet. And this can be obtained through a lot of different foods. Most foods actually, except for um, fruits and oils, contain some amount of protein. So even if it's smaller, a lot of foods still do contain protein, but protein is found in um, significant amounts in meat, poultry, fish, seafood, eggs, peas, beans, lentils, and even trace amounts is found in whole grains, nuts, and seeds. Some foods may be better sources of protein than others because they provide all of the essential amino acids and they're more easily digested and absorbed than other sources. So hang with me for just a second. I know this is getting a little bit down in the weeds, but a protein source is considered to be a complete protein if it provides all of the essential amino acids. And that's probably a term you've heard before. Um, incomplete protein is lacking in one or more of these essential amino acids. And you can tell from the term there, essential means that our body needs it. So in general, proteins from animal sources, such as lean meat, poultry, fish, seafood, eggs, dairy, as well as soy and hemp protein are considered to be complete. Legumes, uh, grains, vegetables are considered incomplete protein sources since they do not provide all of the essential amino acids. They are still important. They're still, you know, really good for you to consume. But just keep in mind when we're talking about protein sources, the best protein source, best bang for your buck, comes from animal sources. But doesn't mean that you shouldn't consume protein sources that come from plants, just keep in mind that it, you will need to add other things into your diet to help meet uh, the needs of those essential amino acids. Okay, so protein needs vary from person to person. Your protein needs, what you need to consume today, is going to be dependent on a couple of different factors that are unique to you. comes from your age, your size, your calorie needs, your current body composition, your physical activity level, maybe sport and performance goals. If you have those, those would certainly influence your protein consumption needs. Your body composition goals actually inform your protein needs, your health status, and even your injury status are all factors that go into play when we're looking at how much protein you need to consume. So let me just say again, each person has a unique amount of protein that you should be consuming each day. However, in general, the recommended allowance for protein is eight tenths of a gram of protein per kilogram of body weight. And that's considered to be a minimum amount of protein required to maintain nitrogen balance in the body. So everyone's protein needs are different, but in general, for most individuals, this breaks down to a daily protein consumption within the range of 10 to 35% of your total calories for that day. Adequate protein intake is especially important for people who work out because it helps to build and repair your muscle faster as you become fitter and stronger. Keep in mind, there are multiple circumstances that would change the need for increase in protein recommendations. So I would recommend an increase more than 10 to 35 percent 
if you have exercise and anabolic needs, um, if there's a negative energy balance, illness, or injury. So 10 to 35 is sort of like the recommended if you don't have other circumstances influencing that. So if you're convinced, and you should be by this point, that you need to be prioritizing protein in your diet, here are some high protein, low carb foods that can help you meet your goals. Grilled or baked chicken, red meat, eggs, fish, lentils, and beans, milk and yogurt, quinoa, cottage cheese, edamame, nuts and seeds, tofu, and protein powders, of course, can be a supplement to all of the other foods that or whole foods that I just listed. So tips to help you hit your protein goals each day can really help you make sure that you're getting enough. So here are a couple of things that I help my clients to incorporate when they are trying to add more protein in their diet. First of all, you want to prioritize your protein when meal planning. You want to start by choosing the protein first and then build your plate or your meal around that. For example, if you were trying to decide what you're doing for dinner, choose a six to eight ounce portion of fish before you decide what else you're going to eat with it, like rice or veggies or salad or whatever that is. That's just a general rule that I always use. <laughs> Anytime that I start um, with a meal, I think about what protein am I going to eat at that meal? And then I decide everything else that goes with it. Another tip is that you can break your overall protein goal into mini goals. So for instance, if you want to consume 75 grams of protein in the day, plan each of your three meals to have 25 grams at each meal. So you're just making these little mini goals. So if your overall goal is 100 grams, well, maybe you want to have five times that you're eating throughout the day with 20 grams at each meal. So you can do the math, break it down to how many times you want to eat throughout the day during your eating window, and then, you know, divide the total number of protein that you want by the number of meals that you plan to eat and try to hit those targets throughout the day. You also can um, really, really help yourself by preparing ahead of time. This is so true. Anytime that you're trying to exercise and diet, anything that you can do ahead of time to help you be ready to meet that goal is just going to really help propel your success. So I advise my clients to keep a protein basket ready at all times. You can have one in your fridge and one in your pantry for those quick grabs. Preparing ahead of time is just, it's just a game changer. So here's some ways you can do that. You can batch cook your meat and then pre-portion everything that I'm about to list into individual size um, baggies ready to grab and go. So if you cook, you know, chicken on a Sunday night, go ahead and cook extra chicken, slice it up, throw it into little baggies, and then you can just pull that out and throw it onto a salad or throw it into, you know, with some mayo and make a chicken salad, or you can put it on um, toast. You know, I mean, there's lots of different things. If you pre-cook ahead of time and throw it into individual size containers, you're so much more likely to be able to hit your goals. Other good things to include in a fridge snack basket would be cheese sticks, cottage cheese or yogurt, edamame, hard-boiled eggs. Any of those types of things are going to be great things to keep in your protein uh, basket for the for the fridge. And then for the pantry, you can include th things like 
grass-fed beef sticks, nut and seed packets. Again, pre-portioned is best way to go. Individual peanut butter or nut butter. Those little containers, if you've seen those at the store, definitely make sure you're buying the natural peanut butter or the natural nut butter. You don't want to have the bad oils in it, so look for palm oil. But any of those um, are great to have in your pantry basket so that you have quick grab protein. And then last, when you're out to eat, don't be hesitant to ask the server if they have high protein options. So did you know Chipotle has a menu item called a high protein bowl? Lots of popular places to eat have menu items like this that focus on protein. So even if you don't see it on the menu, don't be reluctant to ask. Just ask them, do you have anything that's really high protein? And um, most places do and have something that they can recommend for you. So I hope these tips will help you work towards adding more protein into your diet this week. Remember, it's progress, not perfection. Each small step that you take will add up over time to make a big impact on your health. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please go to the reviews and leave me a quick review or a rating and also click the plus button to subscribe so you can get notifications about future episodes. I hope you join me next time for an episode where we talk about water and why it's so important for our body and how much water you should be drinking throughout the day along with tips and tricks to make that an easy, healthy habit to add into your routine. See you next time.